Hey guys, hope you're having an awesome week so far. This week for me has been very busy. We've had a lot of moving pieces going on at work, but it has definitely flown by really quick. <laughs> so I'm thankful for that. Um, the weekend will be here very soon and hopefully it won't be cold anymore because I am so over February weather. I just can't stand it. I'm so tired of being cold. I am ready for the sun to just be out and it to be 60 to 70 degrees every single day. Dream weather. No joke. So today, I really wanted to go into the topic of morning routines and being intentionally positive. Because I think a lot of times, it really is a choice. And for me, I've started doing morning routines. I try to do them at some point in time before work. <laughs> this is a new thing for me, but it has been really affecting my day when I do it. So I'm really trying to incorporate it more into the mornings before I actually leave for work than when I'm actually sitting in the parking lot about to go into work, just because it's more comfortable, you know, to do it in your own home. So... One reason why I wanted to talk about being intentionally positive is because I was listening to Lori Harder's podcast last week and it was called Front Row Mindset. And if you don't follow her or haven't heard her podcast, you are missing out to, to no end, <laughs> to the nth degree. Her podcast is so awesome. She is a lifestyle, life coach, um, blogger, and she works with a lot of successful women in, in improving their businesses. And um, she wrote this great book called A Tribe, Cl I can't even talk, A Tribe Called Bliss. <laughs> And, um, so she's all about empowerment and living your best life and all that. Um, I'll definitely link her in the episode if you have not, if you haven't had a chance to look into her, but she's awesome. Um, so she did this podcast called Front Row Mindset. And basically the podcast was who we are when we're on the front row, right? Who we are when we're on the front row of a class, when we're on the front row at a concert, when we are just showing up for ourselves and about how to incorporate that into your everyday life, into your business and things of that nature. And it was just such an inspiring podcast. So as I started to think about that, I was thinking, well, what else would go along with when you want to have a front row mindset how would you prepare yourself to be to that point and that's where the concept of being intentionally positive came from so when I think of being front row mindset I think about the time where one of my friends and I went to a Garth Brooks concert and <laughs> stay with me here you may not have a lot of country fans out there but stay with me so as a little girl growing up Garth Brooks was like my idol right not really forming sentences nothing like that but 
singing along to Garth Brooks. Full voice, like no care in the world, three years old. So he comes, he starts doing this world tour and he comes to Greensboro and I was so excited and I texted my dad and I was like, dad, how do we get tickets? Like, I gotta go. I gotta see Garth, you know, like, let's make it a family thing. How do we, how do we get tickets? And my dad was like, well, you know, I can't really go, but if that's something you want for Christmas, you know, I'll, that can be part of your Christmas present. So I was like, perfect. Yes. I need two tickets. (laughs) Give me two tickets. Cause I got to go be at this concert. So, um, we got tickets that were in a box seating area because my dad works in the jewelry business. And, um, so he had some quote unquote connections. So we got this box seating area and me and my friend were so excited. We both were, you know, Garth Brooks fans and all that. So we went and got like a massage that day, had dinner, got to the concert kind of early and we, we got there, we walked in, and we maybe were in the door two minutes. And this guy comes up, and he's got on, like, a black baseball cap and black shirt and pants and, you know. And it looks like he's got, like, a walkie on him. And he said, well, where are you ladies sitting? And, you know, we told him. And he was like, well, what if I told you I have front row tickets? And I am such a skeptical of getting... <laughs> like kidnapped I don't want to go into like sex trafficking so I was like "Uh uh-uh nope we got our tickets we're good and my friend was like what what do you mean (laughs) like what do you mean these are front row seats I was like I don't know and the guy was like well you know I can't separate you two blah 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 so he walks off and my friend and I were like wait like it just clicked I was like well if it was like a scalper you know a scalper for tickets he wouldn't have gotten in the door. So it has to be somebody legit. So we like run back to him and we're like, you know, can we change your mind? Can we change our mind? We're so sorry. You know, I don't know what I was thinking. And he was like, you know, you just need to be more trustworthy. We would never do anything when we're in here, you know, gives me this dad lecture. So I'm like, okay, fine. So he hands us these tickets and the ticket seats match like the numbers on the tickets were the same numbers for the seats that we had in the box. And so we're like, oh my gosh, this is meant to be. And we're like, well, what if these tickets aren't real? Like, then we start second guessing ourselves. Like, what if, what if these tickets aren't real? Then what do we do? And we were like, well, we're just going to go for it. If they aren't real, we've got our other tickets. You know, what are they going to do? Kick us out. We'll be fine. So we go and hand the tickets to the, um, to the escort and they take us down to the you know, down the stairs, and we're thinking, oh, this isn't going to be very close, takes us down the stairs, and we are getting closer and closer to the stage, and we're just like, is this, is this right, is this, is this real, you know, so we get seated, second row, dead center, and as soon as we looked around, we were like, is, this isn't real, like, we were still con- totally convinced somebody was going to come down and be like, ladies, like, we don't know how you got these tickets. You need to get stepping. Like, there is no, I don't know how you got these tickets. Like, so we were, like, sitting there, like, trying to hide our ticket because we were petrified somebody was going to come and take it. So as more and more people come sit around us, we start to realize that one of the things that Garth Brooks does is he buys out like the first five rows of tickets or reserves the first five rows of tickets and he has part of his crew go around if you're there early enough and hand out these tickets and swap them out well not swap them out but give them to you so you can go have a seat so we were fangirling to like 
the nth degree. I mean, we were so excited. And the moment he stepped on out on stage, I just started crying. I mean, it was not, it was not a pretty picture. So I'm crying. I'm excited. We're like videoing, taking pictures. You know, it was the greatest moment of my life. I have never been that lucky before. And that was probably like my one golden ticket that I got to cash in. So as I was thinking about this front row mindset, it took me back to that moment where you're front row seeing somebody who you've idolized and how excited you are and how happy you are in that moment and how that feeling just resonates with you where you're just like oh like this is pure joy this is pure happiness and I started to think about how can I put that feeling in a jar and like open that jar every day take a swig of it so I have that feeling forever so in the morning I typically get up and I have really been trying. I am such a sleeper during the week, if that makes any sense. Like, if I know I'm going to work, I do not want to get up. <laughs> and I love my job. I really do like my job. So I don't know why I have this issue. I just, it's it's like, oh, I've got these things to do today, you know. I get that work mindset going first thing. Yet on the weekends when I don't have a job to go to or anything like that, I'm like bright eyed and bushy tailed at six o'clock in the morning with no problem. So it's still a challenge for me (laughs) to try to get up early. But the days that I'm able, that I choose, it's always a choice that I get my honey out of bed and do these morning routines. It really does have a significant impact on my day. And even if I can't get up early enough to do all of my morning routines, I try to at least take that time sitting in the car before I walk into work. Um, That way I'm just getting my mind right. So what my morning routine looks like, I have started to do a little bit of morning journaling kind of throughout the week. Um, just because I feel like the week is where I need it the most. The weekends, I still have a little bit of morning routine that I do, but during the week when I know I'm going to be the most stressed is typically the time where I, I will do morning journaling and I just sit there and I write whatever comes to mind. Um, I don't ever really give myself a prompt. I definitely have seen prompts out there. So that may be the next step that I try, but I just kind of write down things that I'm grateful for, that I'm looking forward to in the day, um, it, just anything. Anything positive is going into this journal. I'm not, there's no negative thoughts in this journal. It's nothing stressful. It's all positivity. It's my intentional positivity time where I just take that moment and write it all down. And then I also like to put a thank you note in this journal and the thank you note isn't going to that particular person that particular entity it's strictly for me so it's a moment for me to be grateful for anybody or anything that has impacted me the day before you know that week anything like that that I've thought of so by taking that time to only push out positive energy to only let that be my filter has really set up my day 
to be able to handle other situations. So when I do encounter a stressful situation, regardless if it's at work, if it's with somebody in the grocery store, if it's road rage, (laughs) guilty, if it's road rage, I'm able to handle that a little bit better. And it's so crazy to think about. It's just that 15 minutes, 20 minutes of doing nothing but being intentionally positive, how that changes your day. Because beforehand, I, I wouldn't do that. I'd get up late for work. I'd like slap some makeup on, you know, get moving, get out the door so that I could get to work early enough so that I can then rest for a minute. But if I start my day out very relaxing, very quiet, you know, with that intentional positivity, it really changes the aspect of my entire day. And I think that that has really had an impact on how I handle all of those situations. So alongside being intentionally positive in the morning, I really try to implement that throughout my day. I think that some of us run into an issue, whether it be with our friends at work, a random stranger, where something doesn't go the way we want it to, you know, it's not a great situation to be involved in. And then your thought process goes straight to the negative, right? Well, I don't like that person because X, Y, and Z. Well, I'm not going to do that because of X, Y, and Z. Well, I don't feel like doing that. And that's not worth my time because of X, Y, and Z. And we automatically go to the negative. When we make the choice to be a part of whatever the situation is to kind of let that simmer in our brains for a moment to think about it and instead of right off the bat being negative having a positive mentality about it okay well what what can I learn from that situation that just happened what part did I play in whatever just transpired what can I take away from that situation to make it not happen again you know and if we look at all those little bitty questions instead of the automatic negative part of the mentality it can change our day so that then that little negative situation that happens is then turned into a positive moment for us to learn from I had a great example of being intentionally positive this week, I have been coordinating lunches and breakfasts with our clients for our attorneys. And one of the first ones that I actually did on my own was this week. So I did my morning ritual and spent my time being intentionally positive. So as I start my day, you know, everything's going good. And then I get a call from the attorney at our other office and she says, nobody's here. And I was like, excuse me, what? (laughs) What do you mean nobody's there? And she said, none of the clients have shown up for this breakfast. Are you like, when are they coming? Are you sure you told them the right place? Do they know where to park? And I was like, uh, (laughs) I literally froze. And I said, okay. I know that they were coming in between 9.30 and 9.45, so maybe they're just running late, but I will get in contact with my 
person over at this, um, at our client's office. And so I hang up with her and automatically my stomach dropped and the old me would have totally freaked out, probably cried, (laughs) probably been shaken up the entire day. But I reached out to my point of contact and the people, they showed up, they were just late. But in that moment of, oh my gosh, what if I did something wrong? Oh my gosh, what if I told them the wrong place? Oh my gosh, what if I got the days mixed up? When you start second guessing yourself, which causes the anxiety, which causes you to start to freak out. I was totally in control of that. Now my stomach still dropped, (laughs) but I didn't have the emotional baggage that goes along with that. And it also didn't affect my day. It happened, it was a speed bump, and I got over it. And it didn't affect any other thing that happened throughout the day. It didn't affect any of my interactions with anybody else. It was all smooth. And I am 100% positive that the reason why that happened is because I did my morning ritual that morning. And it set me up to be able to handle situations like that. One day I was scrolling through Instagram looking at all of the... Um, great memes. I feel like, let me lay out my Instagram for you. If so, a majority of the people that I follow are empowering, courageous, inspiring females. Like I would say that's probably a large majority of what my Instagram is. Then there's golden doodles, like maybe 15% golden doodles. Then maybe like 10% is like random local places in Asheville, restaurants, things like that. Then there's another small percentage that is random funny memes. And so I'm scrolling through looking at these memes the other day. And one that I found said, what if you spent your whole day not saying one thing negative and being cognizant of that. So I thought, well, that, that is the easiest thing I've ever heard of. All you got to do is not say anything negative all day. Okay. I can do that. That's easy. That is so easy. So I started my day (laughs) and immediately I like get in the car, start my car, you know, start my commute to work and I get stuck in traffic and somebody acts in a manner that I don't appreciate. (laughs) And I had a negative thought. And I caught myself after I had this thought and it, you know, came out of my mouth. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) it's only, you know, 745. How have I already had a negative thought? And I'm like, okay, I got to wipe that out of my brain. Then I go to lunch and I'm standing in the line at the grocery store at Whole Foods or whatever and I'm waiting I'm like oh my gosh this is taking forever and I'm like oh negative thought you know and it's just so crazy to me when we think about having a negative thought we think about it just only being oh I don't like that person or gossiping or oh I didn't appreciate the way I was treated you know we think it's of those big significant situations where we come across but we don't think about it in terms of the smaller things that happen throughout the day, the smaller inconveniences that happen. So I challenge each of you to, to use that practice, to just take a day where you're 
open-minded. And as you're traveling through your day, anytime you have something negative that comes up, catch yourself in it and see how many times that happens. Because it is mind-boggling how often that can happen. And And like I said, it doesn't even have to be anything big. It can be the smallest thing. So at the end of the day, I was sitting there and I actually wrote down, because this is how crazy I am, I wrote down all of the negative things that I had said, done, you know, whatever it may be thought. And it was like a page and a half of things just in one day. And I was dumbfounded. I was like, holy cow, because I like to think of myself as being a pretty positive person. It takes a lot to really get under my skin. But the fact that I had a page and a half of negative thoughts, whether it be to somebody else or even to myself, I was dumbfounded. I was like, oh my gosh. So I think when we start to realize how much negativity we are actually putting out, that that will change our mindset of how we need to grasp a day, how we need to go into a day. So of course, I am not perfect and that is, you know, I still have opportunities to grow with that (laughs) because I, again, road rage, but, and I, you know, sometimes we speak negatively to ourselves. I can't tell you how many times I'll be working out and I can't get through a move or a workout segment. And I start telling myself those negative things that I've been trying to overcome. You can't do that because of blah, blah, blah. Your muscles aren't good enough to do that. You'll fall if you do, you know, things that I have been giving myself as an excuse. So I've really been trying to implement being intentionally positive into every aspect. So instead of critiquing myself when I'm doing a workout, giving myself the credit that I wasn't able to do whatever the workout move may be or the workout segment is that I'm trying to accomplish. And we're so quick to criticize ourselves, but we won't give ourselves the credit. You know, we won't tell ourselves that we did a good job. We are all our own worst enemy. I mean, I will critique myself (laughs) from every turn But I have a really hard time of giving myself credit, you know? So I think that that's definitely an opportunity for a lot of us is to make sure that every day we're giving ourselves that credibility. You know, I try to incorporate a lot of things into my morning routine. And I think now that I'm actually talking about this out loud, I want to start incorporating giving myself credit into that morning journaling or that morning meditation time where I just reflect, and this is a great thing about podcasts is things come up as you're talking them out, but is to reflect on the day previous and say, wow, you know, look what I accomplished. Look what I did. And just so I have that written down. So this week, I would love for you guys to incorporate some type of new morning routine, some new morning ritual, whether it be getting up five to 10 minutes early and meditating or morning journaling or reading a book or a blog post. And definitely don't try getting up an hour and a half early because it doesn't work if you've never done that before. Now, if you have done that before, go for it. But if that's something new, I'm telling you, I have tried it. It did not work for me. (laughs) If it works for you, let me know because you have the secret and I want to know all about it. 
But definitely try incorporating something new into your morning ritual, your morning routine. And let me know what it is because I am always looking for new ways to set my day up better um, so that I can achieve my goals, have better interactions with my coworkers and my friends. So just definitely let me know what you guys are doing. Um, One thing that I have found as I'm traveling back and forth from work is I used to listen just to like the radio in the morning and then that got kind of boring so then I switched to listening to NPR in the morning and that just made me extra sassy so I couldn't listen to NPR anymore and so now I listen to a podcast on my way to work when I get into work and I'm setting up on my lunch break and then on my drive home from work and it's always somebody inspirational you know whether it be Lori Harder or the um, gold digger with Jenna Kutcher or Girl Confident or the Champagne Diet Um, any of those ladies are awesome to listen to in the morning Lindsay Mango I love me some Lindsay Mango Um, (laughs) but any of those ladies that are just going to inspire and motivate you to make it through the day and to make an impact during the day. Um, There have definitely been some exercises that I have listened to them talk about in the morning that I've actually implemented into my day and has made my work so much better, has made my interactions with people so much better. So it definitely helps in the morning for sure. Um, And then when I listen to them during lunch, it's like my little break. And then when I'm driving home in the evening, it's basically so I don't have road rage. (laughs) So... I have road rage real bad. Side note. So definitely incorporating that as well. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And go over to Instagram. Go to Lavender Louise. Let me know what's going on with your week and your morning rituals and routines. Um, And just how your week's going. I want to know. You know me. I'm nosy. So I want to know these things. Um, next week, got some exciting things coming your way. So we are in the middle of February. I cannot believe that is already happening. This year is going to go by so quick for real. And February is the shortest month. So it really makes it go by really fast, but come over, say hello. Let me know what's going on and I'll talk to you guys soon.